Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 46 of the KDH podcast. How are we doing, everyone? I hope we're doing absolutely well. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, David Young. How are you doing? I am very well, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Everyone's going to be absolutely wooed by your Irish accent, mate. Yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, we'll yeah. see how we get on. <laughs> yeah. I met David through the network of coaches that I'm in, the authority network, and um, David's one of the success coaches in there, helps other coaches really level things up. And a lot of the talks that David gives when he's helping a lot of people, one of the things that I've heard him talk about a lot is limiting beliefs. And for anyone that's not aware of that, we're going to come into it. But basically what I've tied this podcast into today is removing limiting beliefs and what they are surrounding fat loss, because I think it's very relevant and a lot of people experience it. So before we go into it and before we actually get started, I'd like to hear a bit more about you, your story, David, and what you're doing now. Yeah, um, absolutely no problem at all. So I, I suppose I'll take you way back to how I got into coaching, how that started and where I'm at now. So when I got into coaching, it was about 2013, 2014. Um, I was really interested in nutrition, training, pretty much everything to do with it. And I was actually prepping for my first bodybuilding show. So a big part of that for me was self-experimentation. You know, how do I get myself in shredded condition? Um, you know, how does that work? And it was purely out of just being genuinely interested on, you know, how to make the body respond in a certain way. So I did my first bodybuilding show, went really well, came second. And what happened for me naturally was there was a lot of people just asking, look, you've been able to do this. Um, would you mind doing a diet for me? Would you mind helping me out with it? Would you mind giving me a hand? And at that time, I was like, well, okay then so I, I wasn't charging I was like sure I'll, I'll give you a hand I enjoy this it's easy it's something that um, I enjoy and naturally from there I, I kind of had a bit of a light bulb moment and I was like online coaching wasn't really a thing at that time it might have been in the states it might have been in different parts of the world but in Ireland it was still very new and um, I kind of had a light bulb moment I said you know what um, people want to get in shape uh, I can help them with it and I can probably charge money for it. So um, started charging people, had no idea what I was doing, by the way. Um, started getting people great results, started to, I suppose, get them to where they wanted to go, doing like, you know, 12 week um, packages, very simple, very straightforward, all over email, very basic. And um, naturally from that, business just grew and grew. And um, it was a very natural thing. It was um a very kind of natural transition from bodybuilding which to me was so focused on myself and i i, I suppose for everyone listening what i think would be really helpful about that and we'll probably get into it as we go um just why i got into bodybuilding and what the need was there for me and i think as i went on and i started helping others it naturally created a greater need instead of just simply getting in better shape myself it was much more meaningful to help others to help others achieve you know things that they've struggled with for 5 10 15 years and if you're listening to this right now and that's something that you struggle with uh, hopefully we can give you some value for the rest of this podcast um, but yeah so I did a bodybuilding show started naturally helping people um, did that for like seven years or so and then eventually I got to the point where my business couldn't grow I didn't have the tools I didn't know how to do it and I got in touch with, you know, both of our mentors in a way, Phil Graham. And uh, I came on board into the same mentorship uh, about two and a bit years ago. Now, it, 
doesn't feel that long and uh, naturally I've kind of progressed in it where I've realized that I'd rather help other coaches build their business and get past their own limiting beliefs um, from learning about my own experience. So now I, I don't coach anymore. I only help fitness professionals. And uh, on, on a weekly basis, I coach hundreds of other fitness professionals to one, earn more money, um, two, have more freedom, and three, and most importantly, have more impact with their clients. And I just find so much more meaning from that because I find I can directly and indirectly impact so many more people than what I did when I was just coaching myself. Um, there but that's pretty much me in in a nutshell yeah no thanks very much for sharing me it's interesting it's funny how that transition from when you go from starting off coaching because as you said it's a natural progression and i remember actually the points where i started really loving talking about mindset or when i yes. started like realizing that there's more to this than oh, what i initially yeah yeah like there's way more to this than what i initially thought and it's still just funny. training and nutrition, right? Yeah, yeah and it's, it's funny, right? Today, I was going through Costa Drive through today. There's a guy that I know works in there, and he was like, "What gym do you work at?" And he was a he was a PT, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not working. I'm online now." And he's like, "So what's that? Is that just training programs and diet Mine's plans?" Long, right? yeah. yeah, and I was like, "I, I just, I just went. I was like, I, I was like, it, it, it's coaching. It's, it's just helping someone get like remove problems and get to a point and." What people don't realize is that it's it's when people don't understand that, it's not like bashing that person that doesn't understand that. It's helping them understand that when they get into a journey, it's not just going to be the fact that they need a program or they need a diet plan. It's the fact that they're going to have lots of things like limiting beliefs. They're going to have a lot of comparison. They're going to feel like a big imposter. They're going to have a lot of identity issues. They're going to experience loads of things. And any of my clients listening in or any of your previous clients or any other coaches listening will totally relate to this so anyone mm. that doesn't at all it's like not until you actually submerge yourself in trying to make progress but i think the best way to explain this is imagine your workspace like you didn't just expect to go into work and be good at it and get money you know that you had to go through a period of discomfort learning loads of stuff and you get this experience that you cannot explain it's the same with fitness isn't it yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Like, I think a lot of people, what they typically think they need is quite different from what they actually need to get in shape. See, uh, uh, we're kind of taught that we need PT sessions and we need a plan. And it doesn't matter if it's generic, it's going to work either way. And what people usually realize is that once they have a plan, um, and they might get a few PT sessions or they might get told how to train a little bit, that only gets them so far. And in my honest opinion, coaching, if someone doesn't know what it is, coaching is just a vehicle for you to get to where you want to go by having the expertise of someone that teaches others how to get there. And I think the most important thing to remember is that it is so much more than a generic plan. It is so much more than a PT session. It is the full 360 view of your life as a whole you know it's when you wake up in the morning it's what you do your morning routine how you talk to yourself the way you view things it is everything and anything and I think that's why people also get so um, caught up with even understanding what coaching is and I think coaching is a very broad term like I think for some people it means one thing and for other people it means another thing but I think the most important thing to realize is that everyone has different needs 
And that's why a single approach, like a, a PT session that is really only like 4% of your week or even less probably, it's probably like 1% um, or, or 4% of your day, I, I, I think that's right. Um, you're now ignoring the other, what, 96% of your day and you're expecting yourself to get in shape, which is something you haven't done in a very long period of time, if ever. I think a lot of people sell themselves short because they have these expectations of themselves that are unrealistic from so many different angles and if it's not you know how much weight they expect themselves to lose it could be um the expectation that they think they should know how to do that without ever really being taught how to do that um but yeah no i think it's such a interesting topic for so many people and that's why i'm really glad that you brought me on the podcast today because i think there's a lot of people that need to hear what we're going to speak about yeah and I, like one of the things that i had this um recently i seen an old client working with someone else and they were making amazing progress and when they worked with me the progress wasn't it wasn't good but i, I knew it wasn't to do with the coaching but at the time it was to do with the fact that someone would see that and maybe go they went to them and they now get results but the only thing that's really changed between now and then is that they removed limiting beliefs in their head of what they could achieve yes like, completely yeah. And, and that could have been that coach's approach that changed that. And people don't understand absolutely. that. They yeah, don't like, absolutely. whereas someone would just see someone didn't get results with them and they got results with them. Therefore, they're good or they're bad. They and you're like, better. Yeah. And I think that's a really good example of how mindset and actually coaching someone really changes things. And again, it's not just generic. They told them to do this. I told them to do that. But yeah. the, the, for me, seeing the progress with me to the progress with them, it's, I just understood that from that person and knowing them from what they were saying at the time, they wouldn't do a lot of things, but now they're willing yeah. to do them because their, Absolutely. their state yeah. of mind's changed. Yeah, completely. And like, I think a lot of the time, and I think that's such a good point and it's such a good way of explaining it. I think a lot of the time we, we shift in and out of moments in our life when we're ready and when we're not ready. And when I say when you're ready, you're in a position where you're ready for something to change you're ready to put the work in, you're ready to um, go all in on something, or you might have periods where you aren't ready. And if that's the case, that's totally fine as well. It's just, I think you have to be real with yourself and you have to check in with yourself before you do something. And you really ask yourself, like, number one, why are you doing this? Is it for yourself or is it for others? Um, Number two, I think it's really important to um, just check, like, where that real underlying reason comes from because if you don't then you're going to try to do something that isn't even for you in the first place and if you're doing something that isn't for you in the first place which I think a lot of us do but we don't really know um, it's going to end with us on our ass and frustrated with ourselves because we didn't follow through with something whereas it might just be the case that it might not be the right time for us or it might not be a big priority for us. Like contrary to what a lot of people believe, especially in the fitness industry, there is a lot more to life than losing body fat. Yeah, right. definitely. And it's like a vacuum sometimes. And like people get so sucked into what's going on for them that they're like, oh, I have to lose body fat. It has to happen. And a lot of the time, I think if you take a step back, your priorities just might not line up with losing body fat at the moment. And I think, yes, limiting beliefs are a huge part of that. And I think even just getting in shape is naturally a very 
um, non-linear process it's a windy road sometimes it's going really well sometimes it's not and I think that's very hard for people to unpack and to deal with and to cope with and yeah limiting beliefs come up and show in so many different shapes and fashions that it's incredibly hard for you to even pick up on it sometimes and I think mm-hmm. that's where it's important to have a coach and to have someone there to challenge you um to call you out in your shit yeah absolutely yeah you actually done that to me as well i was laughing about that before this <laughs> yeah but like it was to serve a purpose right and yeah. like and it what yeah and i think from a coaching perspective like there's a lot of coaches out there that are nearly afraid to call their clients out yeah you know afraid to say what needs to be said because it's conflict and it's a hard conversation and it's oh god i'm not sure if that person is ready to hear what i have to say but I think what's even more important than that is as a coach, you have to have integrity and to have integrity, you have to say what you are feeling at that given time, in, in my honest opinion. And even from a client's perspective, you want to be called out, right? Like you don't want to be told what you want to hear because nothing really changes. You want to be told what you need to hear, but you don't particularly want to hear it at that given time, yeah. but you'll thank the person in the future. And if you look at why someone came to you, it's actually to be called out. Yeah. No, that's a hundred percent. That's, that's what you're there to do, to tell someone. And I had this conversation with a few clients and I had it with like a client that just onboarded right there and literally was saying that I was going, look, I will call you out. Like at the minute you do it, like, and I, I don't want you to feel like I'm, I'm targeting you. I'm doing it because I'm not in the friend business. I'm here to coach you. Do you know what I mean? I'm here to tell you exactly when you need it. And I think that really relates to when people think, and we were saying this before we came on, like, and I'm not trying to belittle fat loss. At the end of the day, it is just about being in an energy deficit. Like that, like mm-hmm. that is it. However, if you have the belief in your head, you, you are not able to do it, then that's the only thing that's going to stop you from doing it. 100%. And that's why it's like, it's imperative to have that person there to be like, no, you need this. And as you said already, and we've all experienced it, like everyone's that you know someone that they maybe got into a fitness journey very late on in life because at that given time, and, and I always say, like I've had people, well, you probably had it as well, David, where they go, oh, fuck, why didn't I do this yeah. 10, 20 years ago? And you go, because you weren't at a point in your life that it was a priority. Absolutely. That's it. That's yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And, and- and- I completely agree and I think a lot of people beat themselves up and it's by them beating themselves up constantly what actually happens is they stop themselves from moving forward because they're always focused on the past they're focused on what didn't go well or what didn't go the way they wanted it and as a result of that now it's never going to happen and again that's just a limiting belief right you're just attaching a past experience to a future outcome that hasn't happened yet yeah no and my conversation I had in my last week's live into my group was when you're on the journey for improvement there's going to be parts of the road that cross parts that you've previously been on which can make you question it as well and that's another thing so like say if i I get my clients to weigh in weekly now it's something that i didn't do but it was when i've came online i wanted more data Mm -hmm. and initially one of the conversations i'm finding myself having more and more is the initial phases that they're turning it into something that it isn't because they've maybe previously went to something that didn't work and that was one of the only metrics that they're scarred with this bad memory and you're like look i'm not telling you to do it to place your worth on it i'm telling you to do it as a piece of data but because that person's got this belief we keep saying it but like this 
I've done this before and it didn't work. They're, they're remembering that like point and you're like, no, you need to trust that we are now focusing on the process. We are looking at your habits. We are looking at the bigger picture. Where are you doing that before? And they're like, no, I wasn't. And you're like, right, cool. So you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to either dull it. And one of the things that I've had with clients recently where they go, right, I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, I don't think we should do that because I feel like that as well. In some mm. cases I will, because someone's maybe at a point with that relationship where you're like, it's actually causing us more damage here than what yeah. it is. But at the mm -hmm. same time, that's when you have to make the call as a coach to be like, Sh should I just like cover this up and tell them to ignore that part? Let them yeah. get a bit of traction, get a few months in, really see results and understand the process and then tell them to do it again to understand the difference with it. And it's, it's just kind of making those judgment calls. But to be honest, I think most people, you just need to get them to ride the storm and just be like... I agree. Yeah. I think one of the things as well, when it comes to, because we're talking about fat loss specifically here as well. Yeah. The first 28 days to sort of six weeks are definitely when the most questions are. Yeah. And it's probably when you're the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And another big part of that as well is because you're going through a big change in identity. Of course. Yeah. And like, I think even just on that point you mentioned a while ago, um, I think with the first time you ever try to get in shape, it's probably not going to work. It's, yeah. it's probably going to be messy. It's probably going to turn out to you spinning your wheels for a while and you learning that like, you know, uh, I can try and try and try, but without the right tools, without the right system, without the right approach, it's not going to happen. And then the more you try and the more it doesn't work, maybe wrong information, maybe, you know, listening to too many people, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. Um, you're you're going to have some experiences that just haven't worked. I, I think that's going to be the case for everyone. I don't think it, it's a case for very many people that they try the first time and it just works, right? So I think with that, and this is for anyone listening, if you've tried it in the past and it hasn't worked for you, what you have is a massive fear around doing it again. You have a fear that if you try yet again, it's going to yet again result in a failure. It's going to yet again result in you trying something incredibly hard and falling on your ass. Because of that, you might be listening to this and you might need to hear this today that you are going to stop moving forward because you're going to think of your past when it hasn't worked out for you. And that's going to stop you from doing the things that you should be doing for yourself. And I think it's really important for you to realize that past experiences, while they might dictate the way that you think about future experiences, they are not going to define you as a person or your fat loss experiences, um, your fat loss journey, the way you try to lose weight, the people you work with. And I think what you touched on about like, you know, with that client of yours um, or with numerous different clients, because I know I was the same you always connect those previous experiences and bring them into the present. And I think with doing that, what can happen a lot of the time is you can lose track of the fact that you're taking a different approach. And I think if you're focused on the process and you've never done that before, it's kind of unfair on yourself to then believe that this isn't going to work because you haven't tried it this way before. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And one of the things that I kind of wanted to add on to the back end of that is people listening in that have worked to me as well, and especially on project level up now, like when I'm doing it, like there'll be two sort of ways I'll go down when I'm planning out the, like, the next 90 days what we're going to do. For the first 30 days, I might tell someone that requires social accountability to sing it from the rooftops because of the type of person they are, because 
that's going to provide them with enough stimulus. However, there's other people where I say, just keep this to yourself, right? I want you to not tell anyone what you're doing. People mm-hmm. will notice. But the reason why I'm saying these two options is because number one, if the person's not convicted in what they're doing, they're vulnerable. They're yeah. in a position of vulnerability. And what you were saying there, if someone's had really bad previous experiences and maybe been at a diet club for eight plus years, which should not be a thing, they're they're not in a good play headspace in regards to they're, they're vulnerable. Yeah. They feel safe in that place. So that's just shouting out that that person's really, really insecure about the body weight, about the body fat percentage. And I would tell that person, look, we're going to just keep this in the hush. And it's not in a seedy way. Like, secret, like, secret. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it a secret. But like, because if you are going on a fat loss journey and people catch wind of you doing the things that isn't really as part of your identity, mm. they're going to make comments. They're going to make. True. And I think yeah. you even told me that when we started and I, like, I was making my transition and going, and you said to me, but at the time I was like, no, I've got a lot of conviction and what I'm doing and I was like I'm literally just obviously I had to make a bit of a transition but it's the same thing and it's so relatable I think that's why I always like bringing little parts of coaching and business into it because I think a business is just the person isn't it completely yeah and it's the most challenging thing because you're going to be challenged in so many different ways you know you're going to have people talking about you you're going to have people that aren't happy you're going to have people that expected something different you're going to have even your own expectations are going to be different and like I think uh, like one thing you touched on there was great that like I told you but you didn't realize until you were in it that it was actually going to happen and I think that's the same with fat loss I think for a lot of people you know you can be told that it's going to be challenging and you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that and you can kind of be like yeah but whatever like that's not going to happen to me that's that's not the way it works that's not and it's not until you're actually in the trenches trying to lose body fat losing your absolute mind that you can look back and say oh do you know what they were right or do you know what now that resonates and it's not until you're in the depths of it that you're actually ready to learn what it actually takes to get in shape because a lot of people i think and like you touched on diet clubs and i i think that's a great point like a lot of people um struggle to get in shape because of our environment we struggle to get in shape because there's well, there's the media telling us that we should look a certain way to begin with. And then there's our friends doing X, Y, and Z and having their thoughts and their um, ideas of what they should be doing also said to you. And then you're maybe on a fat loss journey. You're a few weeks in, you've made great progress in the first few weeks. And then one week you get no progress. Nothing happens. The scales don't change. You're working really, really hard, um, but you feel like you're going nowhere. And all it takes is one singular person to say oh i knew that wasn't going to work you should have done this yeah see i told you so see and and then it's in that moment like you said you're vulnerable it's the last thing you need to hear when really like you might just need to be told you know what you got this let's persevere let's push through let's do it together and i know from knowing you christian that that's the type of person you are you take people under your wing you tell them exactly what they need to hear, but you also give them that nourishment and care along the way that's going to allow them to really come into the best version of themselves. And I think if you look at coaching in any kind of capacity, whether it's in different industries or whatever, it's really just creating those support lines for people. And it's to keep people moving forward and kind of playing like a game where on the sides, you're kind of just pushing people back onto the path where they need to be on. And 
not get distracted from shiny objects or not get demotivated by not losing weight one week or not to get annoyed that your friend is after losing three stone more than you in the last week which is obviously you know uh, completely unrealistic but when you're vulnerable when you're trying to lose weight when you feel like nothing is working it's very easy to feel like life is unfair and it's very easy to compare and it's very easy to doubt yourself and it's very easy to get caught off track and I think having a coach and like I'm, I'm not here to sell any anyone on a coach I just want to make that kind of disclaimer like I don't mind whether you come on board with anyone or any given coach I just want to make it very clear that if you haven't been able to do it in the past then you're actually selling yourself short by not getting the help that you need which will save you the time and the money and the pain long term and like that's just the way it is if you look at any kind of industry there's mentors there's guides there's you know even if you look at a, a doctor right you you don't sit at home and think ah this is what's wrong with me i'm gonna operate on myself no you go to a specialist the specialist tells you hey christian your leg is gonna fall off we're gonna have to amputate it <laughs> cool doc i trust you right you you go to a specialist just like i think if there was something in your life like say if you had a pain in your tooth you wouldn't think right let's go to the bathroom i'm gonna get the pliers you'd go to a dentist you'd say hey um dentist i've this pain in my tooth what are we gonna do about it oh don't worry we'll just do a filling you'll be all good and you'll be good to go in about 60 minutes happy days but the problem with fat loss is that you don't just go in and get sorted in 60 minutes the problem is that it's with you from morning to night. It's have a bit of food, but don't have too much food. Um, and then there's also the case of all these different types of diets and these different types of people telling you to do different things and different biases that naturally leaves a lot of people confused. And I think, as you were saying, going back to it, when you're vulnerable, that's when you're very likely to be steered off track and get distracted by this shiny new diet that Karen is following sorry if your name is karen I'm, I'm really sorry about that i i don't mean anything by it but getting distracted and say oh i'm gonna try this for a while and then you're back in square one because you're trying something new and you're just not trusting someone to take you where you want to go um but yeah that was a bit of a tangent but i think no like it mate it was it was a, one of the biggest points i took away from it was something that a conversation I've had with so many clients and I've been on the journey myself and you've been there as well, definitely from where you've been as a coach and that, like yeah. when people say to you, like they, they maybe send a message and they go, I just need to lose 12 pounds. Like they just, I need to lose two stone. And you're like, right. No, you're like, there's so much more to it here. And I think Mark, Stra Mark Straven used the example of the onion and you need to pull mm. back the layers yeah and that stuff is the brown stuff <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and, and i and i think even on that point like you know we come up with these ideas that once we hit a certain weight we'll be happy and once we do this and once we lose 12 pounds and once we lose 16 pounds and what's going to happen is you're going to lose those 12 pounds and you're still going to be unhappy the goalposts are just going to change and like once you get to that point you can either one get stuck in a really um, unhealthy cycle of constantly wanting more and more and more or you could take a step back and say when is enough going to be enough yeah and actually work on yourself as a whole because that's what's actually going to make you happy yeah and that, that, it doesn't the matter 
Like, yeah, the the conversation that I had with a few, I've had it with loads of people, and what I was mentioning before there, before I went off on a bit of a tangent, was when people just say this stuff, like, I need to lose this much weight, they don't realise that they're embarking on a journey that's, if someone comes and work with me, they're going to change the way that they live their life. They're going to change the way that they do things. The yeah. circles that they are in maybe hold them back, so maybe they go out boozing every single weekend. And what they don't realise along with that weight loss is their life's going to change. And they're going to start to question things like who they hang around with. And I'm not saying that they're going to just leave, but they're going to start to go, I only associate with that person through mm. this circle that technically only really brings me down. And mm. they aren't there for me making progress. And this is when you start to see that when someone just says to you, I need to lose weight. And you're like, no, you need to change the way you're living your life. And that's going to be a big, yeah. big, scary journey that you don't even know is around the corner because you think it's all about 12 pounds. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Like, I think the, the journey that you start on then naturally becomes so much more of a complicated process because you're, you're, you're nearly given this choice of, okay, do I now change my whole friend group? Do I change the people I hang out with? Do I change the way that, you know, I, I, I speak to my friends? And then as well, once you stop going out drinking, are you going to have the same friendships? Are they going to look at you the same way? Are they going to start talking negatively about you because they think that you think that you're above them now when in reality you're just choosing yourself you're choosing what makes you happy you're choosing what fulfills you you're choosing and um, probably for one of the first times in your lives that lives first time in your life that um what actually brings you happiness on a day-to-day -day basis instead of what everyone else is doing and i think yeah that's why fat loss is so multifaceted instead of like a single here's a here's a plan go follow it because it might work for a short term, might work for a few weeks, might work for six weeks, might work for a few months. But the reality of it is, if you've tried something that you think has worked for you in the past for a short period of time, but now you're back in the exact same position you were in before that, it actually hasn't worked for you. So you need a different approach. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah, I think some of the things we've even spoken about there, so many folk will be just having light bulb moments where it's like, God, where I'm at. And I have people message me where I'm talking about the brown stuff. And some people, when you come back at them, they're maybe not at the point in their life where they want yes, to make that commitment. Yeah. And they say stuff like, I'm not that, oh, if I'm, I just want this. And you're like, no, there's only progress or no progress. There isn't a bit in the middle. There mm -hmm. isn't a bit in the middle. In the way that you're even speaking to me in these messages shows me that you need to do so much work on the way that you look at things and your perception of how you go about day to day because it's not that you need to go and do this exercise or this. You need to change the way that you think because that's going to control your outcome. Do you know what I mean? The process. Completely. And I think our thoughts um, generally create the actions that we take on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's subconscious or conscious. And what I mean by that is like you might have a thought throughout the day, you know, we have like 80,000 thoughts a day. One of those thoughts might be, I'm bored. Um, you know, there's nothing going on. Uh, it's, you know, been COVID for the past, I don't know how long, I'm just bored, there's nothing to do. And you might think, ah, I quite like eating and eating is quite nice and it brings me comfort. I'm gonna go and eat. And like, when you really look at all the different potential thought processes that you can have that can elicit a reaction, i.e. an action that you take, both conscious and subconscious, it's a very difficult thing to unpack when you're just coming at it from one point of view, thinking, oh, I just need a plan, or I just need to lose 12 pounds. And the reality is, 
when you realize that it is so much more than that, I think then you're actually ready to embark on the journey. Yeah, and that's what I've had with so many people recently where they have been meshing me to say this. And it's years ago, I would have, it wasn't that I would have sent a patronizing message back, but now I, I just basically go, I ask them a deeper question mm. and then they start to answer what you've just said. Their, their answer begins to unfold and mm. they go, oh my God. And the conversation I had with a couple of clients recently was, I can't believe that I've done this because I thought that I needed to do X when, it, when in reality I've changed so much more, which has led to me being happy and on this journey that I cannot believe now. And it's like you said, it's like when someone goes all in, and when we say all in, it's not a case of you have to be massively restricted. Going all in yeah. is understanding and accepting where you are isn't working. Yeah, And accepting absolutely. where you're at needs to see huge change because yeah. that's the biggest thing that's holding so many people back. It's just where they're at and the way that they look at things. And yeah, uh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, I, I really couldn't agree more. And I think a lot of it is just about taking ownership and deciding that, you know what, as you said, this hasn't been working for me. Um, I can keep doing what I've been doing over the past while, um, stay in the same position that I was in, and, or, well, or I can take action and change something I'm unhappy about. And, like, I think for a lot of people, like, when I used to coach, the way I used to really make people realize is that, like, when you look at their career or you look at some area of their life that they're really confident in, and it might be, for example, we'll, we'll talk about your career. So you might go to college or university, you might work really hard at it. You might, you know, um, join a company. You might work up through the positions in the company. It might take you a few years, but you recognize that that work you're putting in on a daily basis is contributing to an area in your life that eventually you can say confidently, I'm really good in this area. Um, I've put the work in, uh, I've worked really hard. And as a result of that, I'm confident that I am good at that skill. I have built up time and I've used it effectively to get good at that skill. Now, for whatever reason, people do not look at fat loss like that. People do not look at their health and fitness like that. They have this expectation that they should be perfect from day one and they should know exactly everything to do that they should do, when in reality, it takes time and effort, just like when you wanna get good at a career or you wanna get good at a new hobby or something you wanna learn. It just takes time. And I think when you remove the expectation that this has to happen now, 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 and again, you go back to the process, like you were saying a while ago, that you are going to fail at times. And as you were saying a while ago, it nearly needs to be more focused on the way you talk to yourself. And if you even look at it as a failure instead of a lesson, then you're already setting yourself up to, well, I suppose, fail, right? Because you're yeah. looking at it the wrong way. Um, and I think a lot of people really need to see that for what it is. You know, I think a lot of people need to see that the process is so much more special than the end result anyway. And I yeah. think, sorry to cut you off. And I think like when you can get out of the mindset of, I just need to lose 12 pounds and you can shift it to, I want to learn more about my body and I want to learn about how it works and I want to learn how to make it do what I want it to do, then you will be successful. Yeah. When a key indicator, now this is loads of folk will be going, that is oh, yes. me when I say this here. Here we go. When people talk about it and they say, I've tried everything, yeah. that is an absolute like light bulb moment that you're in the position where you haven't leaned in and accepted that you need to change the way you think about things. It's not the process. It's like, obviously it's the process. And 
like as well that we're talking about all these things and for some people it is purely lack of knowledge yeah absolutely like for some people i don't think like we're talking about all these things and we're not trying to like go oh, we know Would everything you do you know what i mean yeah it's, it's not like that and there's a lot of different reasons why people struggle with it and a big one's lack of knowledge mm. a big one's the way people are brought up if you're like mm. one of the things i see commonly is people say again it's a limiting belief for folks say things like i'm from an overweight family i'm big boned I'm big boned. And you're like, no, yeah. you're fucking not, man. Like, you're yeah. not. Like, this isn't. And, but the more someone tells themselves that, it's the, the same. They believe it. They yeah. believe it. And it's the same with, like, same with money and prospects in life. Yeah. People talk about none of my family went to university. And you're like, that's because they chose not to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's. It dictates where you're going in the future. It doesn't dictate where you go to. Like, like, unless you believe that. Yeah. That's it. And it's like, in. And as well, I think one of the things that I'm seeing more now as well, which is another sort of dilemma, is analysis, paralysis by analysis. Mm. Because like when me and you started training, David, I mean, training for a long time, there wasn't as many coaches, there oh, wasn't as many programs, there wasn't, and there was a lot of crap things, but at the same time, because now, like I was having this conversation, I wrote a post about this the other day saying, mm. do you know what's under, underrated? Just learning on your own yeah like in as like you that. said people don't aren't willing to put in like they would understand that see that time in their job to build the way up the ladder yes. but they don't respect it the same in health and fitness and it's it's totally people want something yesterday and yeah. it's like right i just want to lose 12 pounds what do i need to do and you're like man it's that you can't that's like someone's just saying i want to make 100 grand what do i do yeah and you would be doing them a disservice if you said no problem here's how much it costs i'll take you on yeah and you'd be setting them at a massive disadvantage because you're telling them that it's realistic to do that yeah so easily and then again probably like they've had in the past they have a bad experience and then that bad experience with a coach or a pt or whatever they then start to think that this is never going to work for them it must be them instead of maybe just having the wrong approach or maybe just having the wrong person guiding them um and i think a lot of the time you can get stuck with that mentality that, oh, it's never going to work for me. As you said, um, I just come from a big family. Or, you know, um, I've tried this before and it hasn't worked. And like, as you were saying, if you constantly tell yourself that, eventually you'll make it happen by constantly telling yourself that. You know, yeah. and like, there's so much information out there, like you were saying as well, like that, you know, there's so many different people saying so many different things. And reality is, every type of diet will work for someone if it's a calorie deficit but the way you have to look at it is with lifestyle what is going to suit you best at your given point where you are right now in your life and maybe just taking a bit from this type of diet maybe a bit from that type of diet and maybe a little bit from that type of diet because it suits your lifestyle and i think you know going to a coach like yourself for example that can do that it fast tracks your success it it's basically skipping years of trying other things that just haven't worked and that time and money um and as a result the pain that you go through for years on end um i i do think investing in yourself is probably the biggest roi task you can make because you're the only person that's going to live inside of your body from the like from from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep and if you are you know fast to invest in your house or your career or getting better in these areas 
does it not make a lot of sense to invest in the vehicle that allows you to get good in other areas of your life? And I think like so many people look at it the wrong way. They look at it as just like an extension of the rest of their life. Whereas in reality, it's like the driving force. It's like the, it's like you being in the driving seat. It's like you shifting gears. It's you turning the steering wheel. And if you're able to optimize that body and the way that you the way that you walk, the confidence that you have, the way you wake up in the morning, the way you view situations, and it gives you that belief in yourself that you haven't had in the past. For a lot of people, that vehicle is the very thing that they're missing. And it's the very gear change that they're looking for. But again, as we said earlier, that's scary, right? They may have failed in the past, they may have tried every other type of diet and told themselves and learned essentially from past experiences that it's never going to work for them. And I think that's the whole challenge with health and fitness uh is is one getting the right people around you two um trusting the process three learning to love the process and four realizing that you're never finished you you can lose 12 pounds you can you know um like even in other areas you can earn six figures you can earn high seven figures whatever it's not going to make you happy like you're chasing something that you think is going to make you happy that trust me you'll lose those 12 pounds, you'll get into that dress, you'll fill out that top, and you'll realize that you're still quite unhappy. Not a lot has actually changed. So I think, uh, to, to summarize, learning to love the process that gets you curious and creates a curiosity inside of you of, of how to learn how to do something, um, and learning that your body is amazing and uh the way that it adapts to the perceived stressors that come its way i think a lot of the time it's about becoming so much more connected to you as a person and to your body that will actually create the change rather than oh i just want to get to x whereas if you learn to love the process you love you learn to love your body and you love to or you learn to love you know everything about it that will as a byproduct create your ability to get to x yeah does that make sense yeah yeah you just you get to that point where i was talking about it yesterday with joe what would have been last week's podcast when i upload this um and one of the things we're talking about is like just that feeling of success gets dulled Mm. like you just want more you want more but then the funny thing is and i think that comes from what we're talking about in regards to limiting beliefs like if you're from a family of people that are maybe not went to university, they mm. are in the bottom 10% of earnings in the UK or wherever you are, and they are overweight. Yeah. You are, you're, you're not a pro, you are a product of your environment, but you're, that doesn't mean that you have to be that person. And if you go to somewhere where loads of people are all saying, and I say this about diet clubs, I think yeah. they're, I, I think they're fucking toxic environments because yeah. even though the people are probably lovely, mm. they're probably what we are well, talking yeah right. great intentions right mm-hmm. like i'm not saying it's toxic in a way that it's going to put the person in but it could like from what i've worked yeah. with it's actually created more complexities than it's actually helped completely because yeah. what are they focusing on the 12 pounds the fourth yeah. goal goal weights things that we focus just, on what's not said right yeah. no one's the stuff that we are talking about and so many people will be having points in this podcast just going that's so true yeah. And it's so contradictory to what these things stand for. And I get that they're businesses, but they're built on the wrong things. They're built on Completely. like, like they're, they're yeah. built. It's just like someone basing, I have to speak about this all the time, basing your day on how much money you earned. 
yeah completely and like just just to carry on a point you said a, a minute ago at the stage like it, it does come from your childhood a lot of the time if if you've grown up with not much money or family being out of shape or with these beliefs essentially that this is just the way your life is and maybe you're not good enough or maybe you'll never achieve this or maybe it doesn't matter how hard you try it hasn't worked in the past why would it work now those beliefs are usually going to be the thing that holds you back from going after the things that you really do want in life and for a lot of people myself included like I'm not talking from like a pedestal here and even if I look at my childhood like we grew up in a house where there was um and i know this is a bit of a tangent but i think it's important because there's going to be some people that can relate to it um grew up in a house where uh, it wasn't a stable environment i didn't have my needs met my parents were always fighting there was violence there was so much happening um my parents split up you know a very challenging childhood there wasn't a lot of money um you know healthy food wasn't really the focus you know surviving day to day and putting food on the table no matter what that food was was the focus and i think for a lot of people listening it doesn't matter where you've came from all that matters is if you believe that that is going to define you as a person and where you're going and i think for so many people they're gonna be having light bulb moments as you said but they have to just realize that the power to change is in them. The power of choice is in them. They always have the power to choose what way they want to live their life. And if you want to listen to your thoughts and your beliefs that you are unable to change and you are unable to get into the best shape of your life or you're unable to earn X amount of money or you're unable to have a healthy relationship or you're unable to you know, start a family, whatever it is that you struggle with in your life, if you look at it, you probably lacked parts of that in your childhood. And I think that's why it's super important to gain awareness and look at where that comes from, as you said, peeling the layers of the onion, because that's where all the change comes from. And if you don't address that, like diet clubs, like short-term fixes, like all these different booty builder plans and whatever way you want to call them, um, if you follow that approach, you're never going to address the underlying reason as to why you have been stuck for the past, most people listening, probably the past three to seven to eight years. And I think once you start gaining awareness that it is so much deeper than I want to lose 12 pounds, that's when you gain the ability to choose your future and to dictate the way that you live your life. And I think for myself, that's why I love coaching because for me, I didn't grow up much, didn't have much money. I wasn't in good shape. I was really skinny. I used to get bullied. I was told by everyone around me that I would never be successful. And training gave me that belief in myself that I could achieve more. And I think for so many people listening to this, there's probably an area in their life that they have struggled with for quite some time. And they might have beliefs around it as we constantly go back to that they're not going to do it. And if you really look at that, that's just them telling themselves that they aren't enough and that they aren't worthy, and that they aren't good enough, and that they can't do it, and that it won't work for them, and just finding every reason under the sun as to why it won't work, and if you focus on that, that's what you're going to get, but if you can zoom out, and if you can look at other areas in your life that you first thought that, that it wasn't going to work for you, but you did it anyway, and it fucking worked, pardon the French, then you'll realize that this is an area of your life that you just have to work hard at and you will make it happen. As long as you have the right people around you, the right approach, the right community, the right plan, the right support, um, you will make it happen. 
But if there's anything you take away from this podcast today, it's just to believe that one, you are enough, two, you are more than capable, and three, stop believing past experiences and stop letting them dictate your future. Yeah, no, mind-blowing, mate. It's so, so true. And I think to just kind of finish things off, like on that note, like my client that I just onboarded there, like, and uh, I'm obviously not naming her in like that, but came on and one of the things that he said at the end was, he was like, I just want to be one of the, he's going to get world-class results because his mindset is just in a place where what we've just spoken about, he's ready, he's ready. to make huge change. Boom. And he, went, he was like that to me. I want to be one of those people that are like freakishly fit in just an insane shape. Mm. And he went, he just stopped and he went, well, oh, and he, he read like David Goggins book. I don't know if you've read uh, it. It's, yeah. yeah. And he was talking about this, a guy that went from like 280 pounds to like one of the fittest guys in earth. Like, and he, he literally spoke and he went, he just started like me. And I went, yes, he did. Mm. And I was like, that, that is the, and see if you can have enough moments and realize that like and people talk about it when they see business figures, but they go like, oh, Richard Branson came from nothing. I'm like, yeah, he just had a belief that he was no like, yeah. And like, although the odds are against you, because this is quoting David Goggins book, like he was the statistic. He was from an area in America that was, Poor, like he wasn't he was he was he had everything against him stacked against him yeah yeah but he didn't and it was the like I, I i there's so many things that people will be able to relate to in that and you aren't like people just think that they're destined to be a certain way because of who their parents are or who they hang about with who they grew up with and it's like no you're not like you're really really not and I, yeah. that is the, the the hardest part and I, I i don't like i always see things like say for example someone's going to the likes of they're talking about weight that and this is when we talk go back to fat loss that people just talk about weight loss in such a way that oh I've been I used to get it in my boot camp and stuff. Oh, I've been going to boot camp, I've lost this much weight. I'm like, well, it's not just down to that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and it's absolutely. like I went, and that was one of the reasons like I want people to look deeper to why they're doing something. Because when you can look deeper, ask yourself the questions, get a good bit of meaning behind it, you can actually be in control of every single outcome. Yes. And that's one of the things I, I preach all the time inside Project Level Up and all my videos in my lab and it's like it's process focused process focused not outcome focused because see all the people that are struggling frustrated that feel lost the outcome focused they're so focused on everything else that is out of their control and when you focus on the process showing up daily putting your habits in place and i speak about it all the time i've been on a lot of people's podcasts for talking about habits and routines because that is what it's all about and if you can nail those things down then you will completely transform your physique, your lifestyle, but mo- but most importantly, your mindset, and yeah. you'll be in a better position because someone can go through a physique transformation, but their mindset can still be in a shit place. Yeah, Do you know I mean, like, and they 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 might even be in a worse off place. Yeah, and I, and I think just touching on that point, like so many people listening to this are going to be seeing and have seen a lot of the time physiques on Instagram on social media. They might look healthy. But when you actually look at the behaviors that have to happen to take them to that point, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is far from healthy and it is far from what they should be comparing themselves to. And I think the only thing that people should compare themselves to, because I think this is where a lot of people fall down as well. The only thing people should compare themselves to is who they were yesterday and did they get slightly better? And some days the answer might be yes and some days the answer might be no. But as long as you keep moving forward, and you keep accepting that in some shape or fashion, just by showing up, you are progressing. That's where the real magic happens. 
yeah no and that's it and like you'll be able to get relate to that so much as well working with so many coaches because we were talking about it before like you can get caught up in so many things and you go are you making progress and you're like yeah and it's like cool it's working that's yeah. it and it's happy days that's stop it. overcomplicating it stop finding problems yeah and that's the same thing and it's like when it comes to fat loss as well i've had this conversation with clients when they, they get to this point but they're in the sweet spot they are they are sustainably losing fat and they're like well i do more steps now and you're like no it's like it's working it's let's, working. let's like let's see next working. week it's not yeah. a case of just slapping on more and more and more and more it yeah. doesn't work like that it's like the quality of what you're doing will increase over time but if you're in that sweet spot and it's working and obviously a lot of people listening to this may be on a journey they may be in the middle of it and i hope all these points resonate because you might be in the middle of it thinking about what can i do next what can i do next just think about what you've done, how far you've came and go, is this actually working what I'm doing? But I need to cut myself some slack because I am being far too hard on myself here. And it might be the other way about. This might have been the wake-up call that someone needed, but it might be someone mid-journey that's hit a point where they're just sticking and they're like, I cannot do this. And it's maybe been that light bulb moment. So I hope this, and I did, like, I've literally wrote, lo- wrote loads of notes and we haven't even looked at it once. We've literally just... Love went it. off on one and honestly mate it's been one of my favorite podcasts that i've done david like really Dude, really thank good. you so much i, no, I really enjoyed chatting to you today I, I really really enjoyed it and like i suppose for anyone that's listening just as you touched on no matter where you're at currently no matter if you're in a place you want to be or if you're in a place where you wish you were somewhere else or if it was working for you or if it was going different just remember that you have the power of choice and even if what you're going to right now is not going the way you want it, you're probably still learning in that process what you don't want, which is something you probably didn't know beforehand. And I think regardless of what outcome, regardless of you trying and something not working, you're still learning. And learning is the way forward with fat loss, in my opinion. It's it's, it's the way with everything, in your career, in your personal life, in the way you, you communicate with others, in the way that you show up, in the way that you carry yourself. And I think once you're okay with learning and you're okay with maybe not the same outcome as you wanted and you're okay with learning again and getting back up and doing it again you will achieve whatever you want to achieve in life and i think if you can have that mindset as you said yourself the mindset is everything if you can have that mindset it doesn't matter what you try to achieve it might take a little bit longer it might take a lot longer in case like most cases you you're gonna have to double the time frame you're thinking about but it will happen. And I think if you can have peace with that, if you can have peace with, you know, the fact that you will achieve whatever you want to achieve in life, as long as you put the work in and as long as you're patient and as long as you don't beat yourself up when it doesn't go the way you wanted, um, it will happen. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's a good note to finish it off on. And uh, honestly, mate, it's been like just pure knowledge bomb central here getting dropped constantly. And I knew it would be like this as well, obviously from talking to you, getting to know you as well, man. So Thank you very much for coming on, David. I appreciate it. And um, to finish much. off, guys, obviously, if you have enjoyed the podcast, make sure you screenshot it, uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and literally tag both me and David. Is it just, what's your Instagram uh, handle? So, so so, this is a funny one. It's Davey, D-A-V-E-Y. Um, my intention was Dave Young, so like the wife for Young, because my name's yeah. Dave Young, but everyone just calls me Davey now. And I'll be completely honest, I don't really like it. I actually prefer... <laughs> dave or or david sometimes but i feel like it's my mum kind of calling me when it's david but uh yeah so anyway long story short it's at davy d-a-v-e-y 
Um, I'd love if you tagged me. I'd love if you let me know what you thought. Hopefully you got some value from today. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Thank you so much for having me on. No, mate, um, it's been an absolute blast. So thank you very much, everyone. And I will catch you in a bit. Goodbye.